This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. This is Paul Kenny, live from the laundry room with my good friend, uh, Associate. Associate. You don't even remember my name now. I'm just there, actually, I've got a whole change here. There's something we're doing differently now. What are we doing? I'm not going to the prices? Well, we will in a second, but my name is changing to Bogart, and you're going to adopt me. That way, the intro to the show is correct. Bogart's on assignment. No, but it says in your son Bogart. So will uh, you adopt me? Can I live here? Where's the? I don't I live can't in the afford, I can't afford you. I right. see what you spend every week. Right. But we have a great show today. This is live from the laundry room, and you know my, myself, Paul Kenny from Storage Wars and Vision TV. And uh, Glenn was on with me. He's my expert on autographs and sports and memorabilia and pop culture. Today we're going to be talking. We've got special advice for mothers and grandmothers today. I'm going to be uh, with Ron from Clapperson's Corners, Canadian Tire Money. Uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, oh, I want to know about food you can eat with your gloves on. That's what we're going to be talking about. Um, our auction on Hybid, which is ending today. Uh, it's a site called Not Amazon. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk Gretzky or perfume bottles. A cup and saucer is sold for $10,000. No, it only sold for $4,286. One cup and saucer. But give them the number. I've never seen you this excited. No, because we have so much show, and you know what's going to happen. We'll run out of the show before we run out of stuff. Well, I, I need about 50 minutes right now. Okay, so I'll you let got you it. back on three minutes left. Okay, if you want to call in locally, we're at 416-360-0740 out of town, one 866 we're on 740 Zoomer AM and 96.7 FM. You can live stream the show on zoomerradio.ca. And our podcasts typically come on about the, the uh, former shows. are all on there now. But this week's show will probably be on midweek. And you can, if there's something you want to listen or get uh, second thoughts on uh, price that we gave you for something. In terms of items, and you can also text me if you have a question, 416 416- Five eight zero nine two five six, and if you get it in fairly quickly, we'll talk about it during the show. Things we're interested in buying are coin collections, currency, vintage toys, dolls, models, diecast, Star Wars, sports items, um, any type of sports item. It could be uh, vintage cards, million dollar Gretzky cards, cards? Uh, over a million dollar. Yes. Okay. Olympics medals, trophies, programs, tickets, pennants, autographs, game news, food premiums—you name it, we want it. Rock and roll, uh, very big, uh, particularly that sort of Elvis through to the late '70s era. But any type of music item, we'll look at automobile or racing items, art of all kinds, autograph documents. 
we're also vintage purses, you can leave watches, jewelry, vintage circus, carnival, arcade items, vintage tools, dishes, tea service, china, vintage photography, old scrapbook, postcards, old books, maps, documents, calendars, Hollywood-related, political-related, military, uh, beer, wine, liquor, vintage items. In fact, yesterday I was outbid on a 1920 bottle of whiskey that ended up going for $1,200. I bid 11 I guess I could have pushed it a little further, but that was an unopened bottle of whiskey. So if you've got any of those from your grandparents or yourself from uh, vintage times, they're worth money. Comics, art prints, unopened stock from old stores and any type of antiquities. And, of course, Paul's favorite, garden gnomes. This is true to my eye. No one's ever read the entire list. Yeah, well, you should No one's ever read Okay, today... Yeah, but I want to talk about something. When do I get this? Uh, Later. Use up most of your time on that list. Okay, we're going to be talking today on, okay, Christmas is coming up. I want to know what kind of food you can eat with your gloves on. We're going to talk about that. I don't know. I'm talking M&Ms. About... They don't melt. No, but I'm talking about real gloves. I'm talking about mittens and stuff like that. So we're going to, I have a dilemma because we want to have our Christmas for a half an hour outside in the backyard and have, bring over one set of kids at a time. And we're out in the backyard and we're going to eat food and have a shot and then they can go home. Half hour Christmas. Wow. We gotta come up with something. Wow. It is dire times. But and what I my big problem is what kind what you what can you eat with your gloves on? But okay, well, that was you a know, waste of two minutes. Okay, now so the uh, we're also going to talk about uh, um, second time, second opinions, more stories from the second opinion locker. Okay, and uh, what happened with the Gretzky this week? Okay, I want to tell you just quickly. Okay, if people don't think we're prolific buyers. Okay. You and I are buying I more than anyone in the rest of the country combined, guaranteed, because we're buying and most of the other people are consigning. That's our competition. So, yes, there's still a lot of stuff consigned to auctions, yeah. but we take consignments as well. But a lot of stuff goes to auctions. But in terms of just people paying you cash for items coming in, yes, nobody buys more. And I, this is a list I just made this morning of things we bought this week. We bought a sports card collection, which Paul's going to – talked about to include the very rare four rookie card uh, top 66 test set. We bought some coins and gold, medals, trophies. I bought a big collection of old CNE type medals. Yeah. Uh, rare photos, DiMaggio, Alley, Red Grange, Mary Pickford, vintage car racing, vintage rock and roll. I bought a Presley talking heads. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What are we doing with that thing with the stones coming into Kitchener? Is that still on? It's on. Don't worry. We've got lots going on there. We'll no, but we're going to talk about it later on. Yeah, we're going to have uh, the president of the museum on often, and we're going to have some uh, opportunities to do things up there. And actually, 10,000 square feet of just Rolling Stones. That's it. And a store where people can buy but stuff. But suppose you're a Beatles fan. What happens then? Well, Beatles fans all love the Stones. It's just that okay. might be their second favorite. Okay, go on with your list. Okay. So um, the rock and roll, we got it all covered. But I also bought a Presley autograph as well this week, all authenticated and slabbed. I got PSA. that sold. I got okay. that sold. Right a away. Benjamin Harrison autograph, uh, old U.S. president. Collection of mini goalie masks. Olympic participant medals, 1932 Olympic photos, patches, team-issued items, vintage beer signs, 1909 Berlin hockey photo, Miniature metal soldiers. Paul and I partnered up on a big collection yesterday. I bought a collection of arrowheads that were all found in Ontario. Vintage toys. I've got a beautiful old truck and bus that I bought. 1927 old chum tobacco calendar. Vintage clock. Bicycle poster from 1900. Very rare poster that we just bought. 
a vintage harmonica display. Don't ask me why I bought that. Vintage signs, Brooklyn Dodgers items, a rare autographed celebrity dinner program with uh, Jesse Owens, Nicholas, the four horsemen from Notre Dame, Yankees, U.S. World Series champion bat, Tigers vintage photos, Cleveland Naps photos from before they were the Indians, a Joe Lewis collection, Danny Sullivan and Alex Zanardi's used racing suits. Bought both of those this week. Full ticket from Mantle's first game in New York, which very unusually, his first game in New York was actually played at Ebbets Field. But that's just what we bought this week, and that's only a summary of the items. No, we also bought cases of cards. We bought gold and silver. We bought a cup and saucer we expect to get $1,000 from. One just, wow. Do you know a cup and saucer yesterday? So for four thousand, one Paragon, I talk about this, and I'm, I'm serious about this. We have listeners out there. A cup and saucer sold this week for $4,286. This is not someone thought it was going to sell. This is what it actually sold for. It's what I tell people. It's got the flower in the middle with gold around it, okay? And we have an ANZ sold for $2,100. Flower in the middle of the cup. Yeah, like when you go where the tea is supposed to be, right. like if you have tea in it, you won't see the flower. Right. But if you have an empty cup and If salt, you have water in it, you'll see the flower. Yes, yes. But if you have dark tea, no, okay. So now you're looking in the cup, and all the more white you see in the bowl, the less it's worth. So okay. if you have a flower with gold or cobalt or silver or any of these other colors and a great right. big flower, they can be worth several hundreds and several thousands of dollars. And that's why we want, I want people right now, right after the show, mark this down. I know you're listening. But if your curio cabinet's in the same room that this radio's in, go to your curio cabinet, look at some of your cups and saucers, and then you can send them off to us. Don't put them in a church sale. If you want to donate to the church, and we've got a big thing on this. If you donate to the church, they're going to sell it for $10. And they'll, that's good. And I'm not against donating. Not, at, not even for one second in these tough times. It's better if you donate, sell the cup and saucer for $1,000 and donate 1000 to them. And then what happens? You're an account. What happens then? If you get a receipt, which yeah. almost all charities, including churches, can give you a receipt, you can uh, claim it on your taxes and 40% in after-tax dollars. So if you had a donation receipt for 1000 you'd get 400 cash back in your hands when you file your return. Okay, so let me get this straight. You got this cup and sauce. You were going to give them for ten dollars. You sell it to us. We get you a thousand for it. You donated the thousand dollars to the charity. You get four hundred off your taxes. The charity gets a thousand dollars, and the ten dollar we don't have to worry about the ten dollars. They just made their ten into four hundred. They got forty times the money. Doing and that. the charity's got the money. So this is a win-win situation. Because I'll tell you, and I've been to a lot of church flea markets and bazaars, and I've got nothing against them, but I'll go there and I'm lining up nicely. I see insiders coming out before it opens. These churches and everyone, they all work with people, right? That go in and pick so the church doesn't get the extra money because a professional picker gets in early and buys all the cheap stuff, and he's leaving before the public's even got into these places. And, yeah. No. So I know often I've seen guys like out that specialize in jewelry and money. They've swept the room. There's nothing good left. They're out of there before it opens to the public. Yeah. yeah. So all the money's going to them because they're getting this stuff in a sweet deal. The church is getting the lesser money because they've sold it to a picker. And then sometimes we may even end up with it, but at paying multiples of what the church got. No, we're going to for sure. If they either do it by consignment, would they get a higher percent, or we'll actually buy it from them. 
And like I said, if you give, I've never had a charity say no to cash. No, ever, ever, ever. Okay. I'm going to take okay. a call. So our numbers again are 416-360-0740, out of town, one 740 4740 or text us 416-580-9256. We're going to go to Ron. In Toronto, who has some autographs, he'd like to talk yes. about. Yes. You remember that movie, uh, uh, Field of Their Own? The Women's Baseball League? A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. 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 Field of Dreams. Yeah. yeah. Is there any uh, value in any of the ladies' autographs from those baseball teams? Oh, you're talking about League of Their Own. League of Their Own, yeah. That's the old Madonna? Madonna was it? Yes. Madonna and uh, Gina Davis. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yep. Um, Yes, there is. A number of them lived. I used. I was going to shows in the states, and those ladies after the movie became quite famous. So I got a picture of me with all the Rockford peaches and things like mm-hmm. this. Now, over the last fifteen to twenty years, most of them have passed on. Yeah, but there there is a collectability associated with it. Obviously, some of the ones that are going to be more collectible are the ones that didn't stay around to sign because yeah. they passed away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because there was a few that continued to sign at shows. Great, maybe one or two are still alive. I don't really know, yeah. but there's some value to it. I don't think you're not going to get the value that you'd get of a, a male player from that era because yeah. there's more collectors, but definitely it's something we could look at and give you a price on. Well, I got to find a book because I got a book in the basement somewhere. Like myself and my mother used to go to the old Fleet Street Flats. Yeah. When the, the no name baseball players became famous five years later in that. They yep, had a lot of autographs before they were famous. For sure, if you can find that book, we'd be very interested in looking at it. We'd make a, a good offer on it as well mm-hmm. if it's got some key signatures. You're talking to two of the best or most advanced and uh, autograph collectors and appraisers in the country. Mm-hmm. I used to run the shows up at 400 and 401 and bring the guests in. Even when the Hockey Hall of Fame oh, couldn't yeah. find guests, mm-hmm. I brought people in. Mm-hmm. But for you, for getting the value on these and what can be sold and not sold and having them slab, we are the experts. Mm-hmm. Especially Glenn on uh, on the Hollywood or the rock and roll scene. We buy a lot of those autograph books. And what you might notice sometimes, like I had a gentleman sell me one. He didn't even realize Honus Wagner was here making an appearance and he had signed the book. So mm-hmm. sometimes wow. your mother might have got another signature because people would be there just as a celebrity to throw out the first pitch or something. So there could be some other good autographs besides the women baseball players. Well, there's a lot of hockey players from the 40, late 40s, early 50s, baseball well, you players. you got Barilco, you're over $1,000 right, right there, there if you yeah. have Bill Barilco. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so absolutely. find that book and let us know. We appreciate the call. This All right, then. Thanks a lot. Take care, buddy. Carry on. Things in his basement that are worth more than his house. If he can find it in his basement. If he can find it in his basement. Okay. We're going to go to the break right now. But after we go back, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Seth. um, Rick. And we're going to be talking to Rick. We're going to be talking to Seth about he's going to be giving advice to mothers and grandmothers. Okay. Here we go to break. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. 
What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Okay, we're back. And we're back with Rick. Rick, and then we're going to be giving the advice to the grandmothers. Rick, how you doing? How's it going? Rick, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Great, great. So, Paul, you know, uh, with the uh, Christmas season approaching, it's really important to, to note something because one of the biggest questions I would get asked is, uh, is the Christmas season a good time to list a house? And I would say absolutely it is because uh, for several reasons. One, the neighborhoods always show very nicely with the lights and whatnot. So people drive around and they, they say, ooh, wow, what a nice neighborhood. But more importantly is that, you know, there's a, that thought of, well, no one's going to come and see my house this time of year, so I'm not even going to list it. It means that if you do, if you're one of the lucky ones that has your house listed, guess what? You're going to have everyone's full attention. People are off on their Christmas holidays, so people are looking for things to do. So it's a great time to list their home. And that's why we're here to help them do that, Paul. It's an excellent time to get in there, declutter, get their houses ready for sale, and list their homes before the new year even hits because... People are out there, they want something to do, especially now that all the stores are going to be closing down. They're going to want something to do, so one of the things they're going to get out there and do is some house hunting. So it's important to realize that now is a great time to list your home during the Christmas time. Um, I can be reached any time because I, I think it's important to get, and you keep talking about that second opinion, Paul, we need to get in there and accurately uh, price their homes because people just don't know. Have I lost money? Have I made money? Has the pandemic uh, caused me to, uh, you know, uh, should I have to worry about it? And the fact is the market is healthy. It's really strong. The demand is still there. And going forward, you just don't know what could happen. We hope things uh, continue to improve, but you just don't know. What, what I do now uh, know is what I know now, and that is the market is still hot. So yeah. there's never been a better time to list their home as right now. Um, now, the other thing I did want to quickly talk about, Paul, was uh, that property that we still have available in Milton, it's just under seven acres. Uh, build your dream home on it. It's a 25-minute drive, which nowadays is nothing, uh, as you know. And no, but people are moving out property, of Toronto, aren't they? Yes. Everyone, everyone's asking me now, instead of even buying a condo, Paul, they're saying, you know what? Instead of dropping over a million dollars on a small house in Toronto, what can I get outside of Toronto? Yeah. And that's where people want to go now. They want to go outside. Toronto for several reasons. One, they're getting more house for the money, a lot more house. And, you know, even the price prices of uh, houses out of town are starting to climb rapidly. But, you know, you're only paying the one provincial sales tax, which is great, you know, when you finally close on the deal instead of the two provincial uh, two sales tax when you sell uh, and transfer property. You know, you have your city tax and then you have your provincial tax. So it doubles the tax. So for that reason, a lot of people have said, you know what? Let's go up north, let's go west, let's go east, anywhere but Toronto. 
so we have this property, Paul. It's a great investment for either somebody who wants to build a dream home, a vacation home, or just have it as a, as a side business because it's owned both residential and agriculture. So based on that alone, five years from now, this property is probably be worth twice what you're paying for it, which, by the way, is under $800,000. Imagine that. Wow. No, no, I, I want to move. But I love where I live, though. Yeah. So, no, okay. Well, that much money for a condo, which if you spread out your arms, you can touch both walls. It's so small. Yes. Okay. And, and, and just so you know, in terms of investment, uh, the condo market right now, because there is a, a, a huge oversupply, isn't the best thing to put money in right now. Although, uh, if, if it's sold and marketed properly, we can still get top dollar for it. But again, you know, we don't know moving forward what's going to change. We know the real estate market is hot. Uh, and people should get out there and take advantage of it. And I can be reached anytime to come in for a, for that second opinion or first opinion. Uh, it's Rick DiBacco at Royal LePage Real Estate Professional. And I can be reached at 416-258-3972. And it's always a pleasure to talk to your listeners, Paul. Great. Well, sell something. I know it's Christmas time. What a perfect, wouldn't it be nice to sell your house on Christmas Day? No, the day before Christmas. And then takes all the stress. What you do, you take all the stress out of buying and selling houses. And what right. we're supposed to do. And you know, life's what too short to be stressed. And we got enough yeah. right now with this little blip in history that we're going through. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. And you don't know My what pleasure. kind of foods you can eat with your gloves on, do you? Uh, not offhand, but since I think of one, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm sure you can still hold a drumstick with your hand with a glove on. Not Spaghetti. Yet. Okay, now, these guys have been very helpful. Thanks, Rick. We'll see you next week. Bye. Have a great day, guys. Talk soon. I'm just going to give the numbers again. Locally, call us at 416-360-0740. And out of town, 1-866-740-0740. And uh, 4740, sorry. And uh, just want to give a quick shout-out to Brent. I saw him. He's leaving our neighborhood today. I bought his collection over the last several weeks. And, uh, is he moving out of town? He's moved to Niagara on the lake. That's and what uh, he's going to be in the wine business, which is a big business down there. So wish him and his family all the best. And uh, no, stay friends with him. We appreciate him coming to collection. Stay friends with him. We want to get wine. We have wine. Okay. Okay. We're also, during right now, York is being shut down this week, but we're still open is essential for uh, essential business. By appointment, you have to call us at 905-737-4653. We can also do it through the mail. If you've got gold and silver, you don't want to leave the house. We had two people send it in this week. We've already sent them out. One person we sent a checkout. The other one we just emailed it to their account. And we're at 10,341 Young Street, Unit 2, L4C, 3C1. But I'd rather you call and prepare us that it's coming. If it's a big shipment, we can arrange for the, the insurance on and everything like that. But we're still, we can help with this. We are not closing down when, during people's time of need. Now, and we're doing the same. We have the uh, parking lot or curbside pickup and uh, appointments. But you're down on Ripley. We're Ripley Avenue. You're by the cheese factory. Ripley cheese Boutique. We're calling it a factory. Why? Don't they, they don't make cheese. cheese. They distribute high-end, very good cheese. But they advertise. We could get paid in cheese. That would be good. They're, their cheese is very good. Then we good. just need a bread guy, and then we'd have cheese sandwiches every day. That'd be great. Okay. So we're going to be like, I'm going to talk about right now, we're going to talk to Seth. Seth's going to give advice to grandmothers and mothers. 
okay, because uh, fathers wouldn't throw this stuff out. But he's going to be talking. We're going to be talking to Seth, and uh, you know that a card, a, ca- a card, a Pokemon card this week or two weeks ago sold for two hundred and ninety thousand U.S. Now, don't think I would have paid three hundred thousand for that card. Well, you would. I don't even know what it is. But the point is, it was only made in nineteen ninety eight. Seth, uh, we need some advice. You're our expert when we know we're on Vision TV. Yeah. He was the guy giving us advice I on know, Seth. Yeah, magic cards and yeah, yeah, uh, of course. Um, pop culture stuff and magic, Pokemon. The video game stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Seth, what's this thing with these Pokemon and uh, um, magic cards and this kind of value? I mean, these a Pokemon card was, I looked it up, it was made in 1999. Yeah, okay. Almost as was I. That's why, that's okay. (laughs) So we're distant relatives, you know. Yeah, okay. But but that's the point. It's that it's my generation that is growing up, going out into the workforce. They're out buying those things to feel the nostalgia of it. But it's not out there anymore because they've either left it at home or mom and dad still has it. Okay. But right now, it's like, I mean, we've heard that puzzles, well, what's happening with this whole thing? I mean, there seems to be a big boom in it right now. And like, the, these are the mothers and grandmothers. And that's why I tell people, I says, your Royal Daltons are worth $30, but that set of magic cards might be worth $10,000. Okay, what's the most magic card ever sold for? Oh, God, what's a Black Lotus worth now? That is, a Black Lotus is one of the most iconic cards to the Magic Universe. I think it's 50000 Let me search it up real quick. No, no, you can't do this. You're supposed to know. You're my expert. You're supposed to know all this stuff. But oh, it's a lot. On. I know we sold them for $8,000. But the point is that people are, they wouldn't even think about this. When I go into people's houses, they have their dogs on one table, their, their gold and silver on another. And they got this box they're going to send off to a charity. And I tell them, no. Or garbage. Or garbage. You know, yeah, no, 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 no. Bring it into an expert. The, the craziest things are worth money now. Like things from Star Wars collectibles, Mario, like Pokemon, Zelda, Doctor Who, your Star Trek, like any of uh, the He-Man, Ghostbusters, any of that stuff, Marvel Comics, all of that stuff is just on such a boom right now. Okay. Now, that's what we need the expert. I know on the show we didn't get a chance to talk enough about it, but these are, like I said, there's that old cartoon of my mom threw out my baseball cards, and now it's going to be my mom threw out my, uh, my magic cards. Or threw out my video games, or threw out, like, my uh, WWE figures, my action figures, the G.I. Joe's, any of that stuff. It's still super, okay, super games. popular. What kind of video games are worth money, Seth? Uh, you can find old Nintendo games that are worth $2,000, $5,000, or even like a few of the ones that your you and your friends might have are still a few hundred dollars just for a single game. Now, these are the games that you were, you have a little, a little doohickey uh, gadget and you're playing with your thumbs, right? Yeah. And these are the things that your grandmother or your mother always took away. Here, you're eating dinner, put that thing away. Exactly. They they put it away. They took it away to punish you. They put it up in the attic, and they just forgot about it. And it's still up there, and it probably still works. Like the stuff's not that old. Like you said, it was only produced like back in the nineties, but it still has value to it because it's okay, not produced Seth, anymore. Okay, Seth. We have to go. We're going to have to talk to you another time. Our board is full, 
and there's other people. Have a great Christmas. Wish all the of course, sir. Thank you for having me on. You guys have a good day. No, no. Your shop is in Hamilton. Is uh, wait a minute. Okay, your shop in Hamilton is on what's the address? Three fifty one Main Street East. We're new to you. New to you. And ask for Seth. You're the smartest person in the room, right? Oh, no, stop that. Dean, Dean, the owner, is far my mentor, but we are definitely cohort in the same business. Bring okay, by Dean's your video not listening. Games, You're here now. Tools, I'm only flattering you. Stuff. Okay. We'll look at it. Yeah. Dean's not listening. You're here now. You're the smartest person in the room. Thanks, Seth, and I'll talk to you later. Cheers, guys. Have a good day. Bye. Okay, we've had Anthony patiently waiting. He's in Etobicoke, and he wants to talk about comic books. Hello, Anthony. Hey, guys. Uh, I spoke to you last week about my nephew's comic books, so I was able to uh, uh, scoop them this morning and said uh, I'd uh, call you all. Okay, the first one, it, um, it says Marvel Comics Group. It's uh, circa 1973, Marvel Triple Action. So it's got yeah, Captain America... Okay, Marvel Triple Action is, uh, is like a reprint. What you got to do with comics, you really got to bring them into the store because we can't, there's a lot of listeners out there, and because we're on radio and not TV, they can't see the. But if you radar. give them some idea, you just gave them some advice there. That $3. was a reprint. 1973 is a good time period. Right. You're looking for some of the early, some Spider-Mans. Well, let's hear what he has. You've yeah. got some other ones as well? Yeah, that, then I have uh, I have another uh, action comics one. That this one is 1975, uh, the man who created Superman, and that's more as all it says. Um, we might need to do a little bit of research on that one. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. probably what twenty five cents or thirty cent cover. That's right. Um, these are still worth money, and a lot of but people hey, think they have to have comics out of forty when he when he gets home uh, that uh, he doesn't have to work anymore or. Uh, he has to continue on with his social work. Yeah, I think you're not going to retire on the ones you No, I know, I know that, obviously. <laughs> no, but you should bring them. But they are worth money, obviously. Yeah. Uh, $20, $30, $50, it, it, just any any idea? $5. What you want, and this is where it's kind of weird on comic books. Like I say, a Hulk 180, a Hulk 179 is worth uh, $3. Hulk right. 180 is worth Two hundred dollars. Hulk one eighty one's worth five thousand. Hulk one eighty two's worth two dollars again. So it's a case of if you have a lot of books, one or two special issues, like the first uh, Black Panthers worth money. The first one. X Men. No, I, under, I understand that, guys. I, I, I had the original Sm- Spider Man when I was a kid. I was born in nineteen fifty five, and that came out in. Uh, I think Spider Man was sixty three or sixty four. Sixty one. Yeah. You know, one just sold for a little over a million dollars. I don't know yeah, if that would change yeah, I, your I, life I know or that. not. And, and the, the third and final one, this one is 1986. I think this is uh, this one seems to be pretty cheesy. It's called uh, New Wave, and it says first issue. Yeah, no, no some a lot it's of first issues are worth comments. money. Those are worth about two bucks. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're saying fifteen, twenty, thirty dollars. I, well, obviously, without you seeing it, I understand. I understand yeah. that uh, you, you really You're have in to that look range. at them and, yes. and see the, yeah. the condition. They're in reasonable condition. But they're not expensive books. So, yes, you're in that yeah, range. Okay. Thanks, that, that, thanks for the call. Uh, that's what I thought. I mean, All right, yeah. take care. What you've got to do with these comics is you've got to have a lot. If you have a lot of them, someone collect them, especially collect the 1960s, are worth a right. lot of money. I want to go to one more call. We have Rob in Quebec, and he's got a very timely thing. Christmas Antiques. Oh, okay. 
good day. How are you, uh, Mr. Bogart? How are you today? Great. That's excellent. Uh, yeah, I'm calling from uh, Casabasla, Quebec. Um, and I, uh, first of all, I just want to uh, pass on a happy birthday to my aunt, who's down in Markham and is a, a religious uh, listener of yours. Um, okay, five dollars. Okay. We so, charge five dollars for those. Thanks. Okay. And, How can and, we help you today? Well, uh, I'm just curious in terms of the market with regards to Christmas decorations and decor, uh, stuff like Peterborough wooden skis, um, cutter sleighs, um, I guess more vintage, similar things to um, ceramic trees that, that are kind of vintage. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. What the, the one that seems to be still very proper because they're small are the feather of Christmas trees and um, – the uh, old handmade decorations. You know something in this in this blip in history that we're going through, people are returning to their roots. They're spending time at home. They're going through the attics. They're finding stuff that makes them smile, and they're using it. Okay, now, or the idea like my uh, wife has got the grandkids making Christmas decorations again. Just. Well, no, but you did talk about items decor for cottages, like yeah. snowshoes. That stuff comes up all the time because there was a lot made and people didn't throw it out. And mainly people use it at their cottages to use for decor. And there is some value, but unless you have a very rare manufacturer yeah. and it's mint condition, you're not going to get a lot of money. Like we can buy wooden skis for 50 bucks a set. They come in snowshoes, $75 set, old sleighs, $25. No, but I if you get something rare that's made by a rare company, or some of them are even go back to when the Indians made them, they're worth a lot of money. Yeah. We just sold a sled for $50, you know, one of those uh, steel uh, Yeah, you steel hang rails. them on the wall. You hang them on the wall. You can't put a kid in them anymore, or else you lose the, you know. You have Lawsuit. To, you, I don't know if we can go sled. Can you go on uh, Yeah, I saw them the other day when we had that snowfall on the Kingsway. You have to wear a helmet? Kingsway. No, they're just wearing toques. Yeah, remember your kid, you never wore a helmet when you did this stuff. Okay. Yeah, but also the, the the decorations you put on the tree um, is what people are getting more involved with. And the prices are going up, probably up about 10% this year, because more people are at home. They're shopping online. and um, Although these, people are having trouble finding trees. There's a tree shortage of real trees. Real trees. There's no shortage of uh, artificial trees. Yeah, unless you go to Amazon and don't go to Amazon. I want you to buy local. That's, yeah. I keep on saying do, do you have anything else, Rob, or is that it? Uh, no, I think that's it, and I just wanted to pass on a happy birthday to uh, my old auntie, uh, uh, Jean, there in Markham. Okay, Thanks take care, buddy. Thanks Thank for the you. call. Take Thank care. So we're We've got to go to break now. No, but he's... Yeah. Okay, but this, we reach much Quebec? Does yeah. that mean we have to speak in French? No. We're on our radio. We're all over. We're, we're bilingual. We're everywhere. We do everything. We're going to break right now. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? 
The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Okay, we're back. I'm Paul Kenny. I'm here with Glenn and Ty. Yeah, why you can't remember my name anymore? Do I look different? No, I'm trying to block you out. No. Okay, all right. From, uh, he's from... Um, well, you don't even know where I'm from. I'm from Glory Days. I was going to yeah. say, it sounds where are you from? I'm from Consignment Heroes. We're at 10,341 Young Street. And like I say, we are open by appointment if someone needs some help. And uh, cause we're, we're actually emptying two houses this week. Wow. And we're at 10,000. Our number there is 905-737-4653. Now, you're going to give the numbers to the, the show. show numbers, yes. And uh, if you call in, we still have another 20 minutes to go here. You, you can get us locally at 416-360-0740, out of town 866-740-4740. Or you can text us at 416-580-9256. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, you know you can add to your list? Canadian Tire Money. Okay. Oh, Canadian Tire Money's worth right. money yeah. later on. Okay, now we're going to get the gold and silver price. I got a funny story about Canadian Tire Money. Do you? you well, whenever I go down to the states, especially not Buffalo or Detroit, yeah. where they're familiar with Canadians, but the more southern states, maybe not Florida, but like a place like Alabama or Georgia, yeah. I would show them that money, and I'd say that's our king, the guy there with the little hat. And he believe it happened. To him. You got twenty five cent money? Oh yeah, we got that. That's uh, that's our king. He's on all the bills, and uh, it was really great. How many haven't been shot yet? Americans okay. can believe anything. Well, they believe Trump. I know. No, we're not political. No, we're not political, but they believe them. That's all I said. I know. Okay, but you said in such a tone that some people... Well, tone? Okay. Ten, we're going to go gold and silver prices, and then people will take more calls. Okay. We're going to talk about gold and silver. I mean, you know that I tell people, um, go get one of those scales at your home hardware or one that do not buy from Amazon, and you can buy one just a little food scale to give you the grams. And that's where you can weigh your gold before you sell it to me or sell it to anybody else. This is very important that you know what you're doing. This is a show. All they need to know is the weight and the carrot. Yeah. And, and, and that it really is gold. And the prices. And this is a show of information. We're trying to give people information so they don't get ripped off. Okay, 10 karat gold. <coughs> I coughed. 10 karat gold is 26.47 per gram. This is what we pay you. There's not what it's worth. So we're paying you. 14 karat gold is 37.06 per gram. You should be writing this down in case, because even if you send it in, this is what you'll get from us. 18 karat gold is 47.65. So if you have 100 grams, which is not that much, like three ounces of 18 karat gold, we're going to give you $4,765. 22 karat gold is 58.25. Silver. Silver. This is your sterling silver with the three little marks. We can see sterling. It'll say nine two five on it, or it'll have uh, yeah. Now with this here, or some of those little hallmarks, like a little anchor and a little crown and a little leopard. Okay, this is seventy four seventy nine per gram. Now if you've got a flatware set, that'll weigh probably two thousand grams, so that's fifteen hundred dollars. 
So these people go into your house and offer you $100 for it. You should not take it. <coughs> silver dollars. Now, there's the same amount of silver in 10 dimes as there is in silver dollars. Guess what? There's the same amount of silver in 10 dimes as four quarters. So per dollar, we're paying $16. So if you have $100 of quarters, dimes, halves, and dollars, and faith, we're going to pay you 66 and prior. 66 and prior. We're going to pay you $1,600. Wow. Okay. This is where you got to get the second opinion because a lot of people, um, they're going down. Oh, they're offering to make $8 per dollar. Yeah. Now, we're going to talk about the auctions in a minute, about what you get out of auction when you put this stuff in there. Now, if you're buying silver or gold, you should be buying from us as well. An ounce of gold from our place, we save you money. Right now, it'll run you about. Uh, twenty four fifty three for a maple. Canadian. Canadian. Okay, a kilo. My neighbor's got kilos. Oh yeah, we got the best price. He's selling for seventy seven thousand nine hundred dollars for a kilo of gold. Okay. We're selling for seventy six thousand nine hundred. That's a savings of a thousand dollars on the exact same kilo. All right. <clears throat> this is what okay. we try and tell. And my other advice is never put your gold and silver into an auction no. because we buy at those auctions. Okay, and I said that we bought tons this week. No, well, you can't buy tons. Trophies, plates, silver. We bought a lot of silver. But we're buying it, and we're making money on it. But there's no one bidding against us. We're paying the the sellers paying the premium to the auction house. Yeah, we're paying the premium to the auction house. We're still buying it for a number where we can mark it up and still make money, and even to sell it as melt. That's what we mainly do is bell and melt. So we had one where we spent $47,283, and the consigner got 26000 Wow. <clears throat> so that's a big, big difference. And it's, We it's better not, open an auction house. No, but I would tell people, just sell the gold. Yeah. Because you're not going to get no, any more. I've been burned consigning. Recently, I was burned. I consigned gold, and I actually had to buy it back myself in the auction because it was going to go too cheap. You go to an auction. Okay, like this week, we're spending money. So we bought one set. I know that we bought it off a big auction house in the States, and it makes a difference. This is part of our advice. When you deal with Paul, I mean, Glenn and I, we will tell you what to do with your stuff. Sometimes it is auction. Sometimes it is consigned. Sometimes it's just out-and-out sell it. Okay? So... We bought a set of uh, 1967 um, or rookie year cards. We spent, uh, what, $15,000 in there, 14000 The consigner's going to get 9000 Right. And we're going to sell That's it for U.S. dollars. Yeah, and it's worth 26000 Wow. But I'm going to make money on this deal? Yes, a lot of money. Okay. But the thing is, that's I would never have consigned that like that. I would have no. sold it directly to us. No. And even if like, and I go back to the charity thing, if you're going to sell it and you want it or consign it to a charity, sell it to us and give them the money, and you get a tax receipt as well. You'll get more money. The charity gets more money, and everyone's happy. Well, you're not unhappy. I auction. was on auctions yesterday for a total of 12 hours. I never left my computer. So your one item is competing with 1,200 other items yeah. in that auction, and a lot of times they don't put the time and effort. They will when they're talking to you to get it consigned, but once they get it, I've had descriptions that are terrible, whatever. At least if you're dealing with us, we'll give you the straight goods on what the item is and what's it worth. So if the description's wrong, you're not going to get the right money for it because people don't call the auction house. They just go by whatever they see on the web or if they get a catalog, very few catalogs now, but when they do. 
So there's many times that they haven't really emphasized the best features of what you've consigned, which would have given you much more money. I've also got something else to add onto your list, perfume bottles. I wanted to put perfume bottles on there, even on the list. And then you said the list is too long. So can I get rid of garden gnomes? Get rid of garden gnomes. We're never going to get a garden. How about saddles? As you're stuck with those for a while. You'll be riding that one for a while. But but we're also, I often mention, now today, if you're looking for cheap, inexpensive stuff, here's an auction on high bid. You can buy on high bid our store, and you can pick it up, curbside pickup. We're on high bid. The auction it starts at 3 o'clock today on high bid. And uh, we'll either mail well, it to the you. search what name to search when they get in. It's Toronto Gold Silver. Toronto That's Gold all Silver, yeah. yeah. So if um, they put that, they'll see it. 10,341 Young Street. This is important, I think, on the high bid because you can pick up late minute, last minute things like books or something. Yeah, oh. And you'll guarantee they all get it delivered to them or they can pick it up before. You know what we're doing with the books? I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about why. If, if an old age home, if there's a house out there, uh, not a house, but a senior's home that wants books. Yes. I think we could donate books to... Yeah, yeah. If somebody's interested, they could call us. We have some books that we could... Uh, and we'll deliver them. Well, from the curb, I guess. We leave the box on the curb and they come out and get it. And they can leave it there for a week and then let the yeah. everyone read. Yeah. We, these are not... These will be good books in good shape. Very different titles and stuff. <coughs> More than happy yeah. to donate it for to, sure. the, to these people, Okay. Can we go to another quick call here? Yes. Yeah. We have Stuart in St. Catharines who has basketball card. Stuart, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, about 40 years ago, I was walking in a flea market, and I saw a Will Chamberlain basketball card. And I said to the guy, well, how much do you want for that? And he said $100. And it was about, like, nine inches tall and two inches wide with Will Chamberlain. I was just wondering, well, what would that be worth, would you know? It can't be nine inches no, no, tall. No, 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 not nine. It's about six. Oh, okay. It's, it's probably a tall boy, and uh, but they're not quite nine. Yeah, they're oh, okay. like five and a half by two. Okay, yeah, like yeah. Was done, I've never seen one before. Yeah. yeah. No, there there is, and he's quite collectible. That is not his rookie card, though, I don't think. No. But, uh, well, it goes for good money, and if it's in high condition, like that's really the key thing is to get a good card like that graded. But what, what do you think? If about? it's number 50, um, it could sell for as high as $5,000. And what type of a grade would have That'd to be? That'd be a nine. A nine, which I don't is know. very difficult to get. But well, even uh, as an eight is fourteen hundred. No, I mean that. Yeah, hundred dollars now was a very good buy. Then it was probably still a pretty good buy. Did you buy the card? No, no, I didn't know like too much about it. I just if he said around twenty, I would have. You know, right? <laughs> it was just well, sitting on it. You just had it just sitting out. It was nothing that special under a, a glass or anything. You know. Right. I just walked you know, a lot by. of people, we get a lot of the cards, they have elastic bands around them, which was a very bad idea because it dents the card a little bit. But we had uh, Seth on earlier talking about all this current collectibles, the Pokemons and all that. Well, similar things happen with the card market where it's mm-hmm. just taken off, especially high-end stars. Yeah. So uh, the prices are record prices right now. Well, okay. Did he have a lot of cards, though, that gentleman? Because he, like, he's the only guy who had 100 points in one game, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and there's a big argument about that ball. That ball was sold, and a kid came out in the court, grabbed it. What happened was he scored the 100 points, and there was still a, like a minute left in the game. And this kid grabbed the ball right out the street and took off. And so he put it up for auction, and there was a big fight over this because um, Chamberlain said he got the ball. So now there's two of these. It's like Pete Rose for the uh, – 
Frank wow. and Ty Cobb's record. So sometimes even you're getting it from the best source, and you don't always have the right item. But oh. uh, wow. Okay, Stuart. Well, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Okay, I got a ball for sale. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. All right. Take I, care. I know we lean more towards the sports stuff because some of the biggest stories that people are throwing out, like and Michael and Jordan, the biggest money being yeah. paid. A Michael Jordan card right now is worth about two hundred fifty thousand dollars from the year two thousand. It's not that old. Or a, a nineteen eighty six box issued by Fleer is around two hundred thousand dollars. Giannis, the Greek freak. Yeah, that's 2013. Car sold for two million dollars. Yeah, and, and we're talking about crazy stuff. I know we get around Mahomes. Mahomes. I bet you his cards. If somebody has a high end uh, Patrick Mahomes card right now, who's obviously he, right now he's on track to be the next Brady, tremendous player. Um, you, you could pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. This card's like four years old. Yeah, but these are and these are things you can buy in your hobby shop for a dollar or two dollars. Gretzky, we have to, we have to, we have to touch on Gretzky that. broke the hockey record, so he's right up there with Babe Ruth. Come out to Canadian, one point six five million dollars, and that card's only from seventy nine. So this is something you could have in your basement. Lots of people house. do. Tons of people do. Now, do they have that card? Oh, great. There's only two, no, and ten. And grading is very tough. You look at a card, and I've even because I Paul's more familiar with grading than me, but I'll look at a card and I say that's got to be an eight or nine. Paul look at it goes it's a four. They, they're very particular, but still, because the top cards got up to 1.6, now the lesser card has gone from 500 to 1,000 or 1,000 well, no. to 2,000. Well, that a, customer, a client brought in, um, I'm sending out a Gretzky on Monday that'll probably get, a, I think, a six. A six. See, where's five, 6,000? Yeah, probably. Maybe more if you get lucky. It depends yeah. what the market seems to be creeping up on those. Well, it'll now. be gone for a while before we get it back. Right, it exactly. There's quite a backlog. Well, what happens with right now with this Gretzky going up to 1.7 million? We are going to have other cards being drawn up with it. But these are and people will start looking for stuff. Yeah, because whenever something comes out and it's timely, people will start looking around their house for it, right? So there's going to be more hit the market, well, I'm sure. But here's the important this, thing: there was articles in the Star, the Global Mail about this. That's how famous this was, and that auction's not over. I bought things in that auction last night. I've got 20 items I'm the high bidder on tonight mm -hmm. in that auction. So even though the Gretzky card's going for such big money, and maybe you or I might have had trouble selling it for that, there's still items in these auction where consigners aren't doing well because here I'm buying the stuff to yeah. resell. And I got it's a four-day auction. Tonight's the last day of the four days. Thousands of items. There's probably, in the course of the four days, there's probably 60 Babe Ruth autographs. Shouldn't we be promoting my auction? We already did. Okay, uh, the high bid auction. I want people to do that and go to Toronto Gold Silver. But, see that in. And okay, see the baby yeah. autograph. We would probably pay more than they would get at auction. Some, some didn't go very good, and a few did. But you uh, have to have it graded. Well, you need it authenticated for okay. sure. A lot of signatures aren't graded, and I don't find the grading is as important. Although. When I see a really nice dark one, if you think you're going to get a 9 or 10, it's worth getting graded. Yeah. If you've got it authenticated and it's a 3 or 4, don't get it uh, graded. Because, in fact, what we'll do, if we have a lesser autograph, still a very valuable autograph, a Howie Morenz or something, we'll send it in sometimes to get slabbed or authenticated. And we'll say, we used to bring them up here to authenticate, but obviously we can't bring people into the country right now. But when we get it slabbed, we'd say, just do it authentic. Yeah. Don't 
grade it because if it's going to get a low grade, it actually works against you. Okay. So you're better just to say authentic in the situation like that. But we're also the cards, the bars. These are things in your basement. So today we've told a lot of people who have lots of time on their hand. So you can see the time that you would spend throwing out these cards, these video games, these action figures, on, and these cups and saucers. You can spend that extra time not shopping on Amazon to buy your Christmas gifts. Right. There's a site now. It's not Amazon. Someone just started one. But I want you to buy local. Just spend that extra one minute. Oh, I got to get such and such. And Amazon give me free shipping. Blah, 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 blah. Go and try and buy it local. Okay. One, just, one other thing, too, is like people don't realize what you own and I own. It's unbelievable stuff. Yeah. When we can bring people in our location or show them, they just they, they don't even know this stuff exists in Toronto. They're like, like going to Disneyland for a collector. And our items are the perfect Christmas gift. I give you one example yesterday, and it's something that I don't even consider that high-end an item. But this gentleman, Kevin O'Leary, he's an ex-radio DJ from Toronto, and uh, he wanted to give his brother a collection. He goes, he's Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. They haven't been overly successful. You'd liken them maybe to the Leafs or something, yeah. right? Or so, Cleveland Indians. Well, Indians have been better, at least during the World Series a few years ago. But uh, the Leafs would fall in a good category with Cincinnati. Well, they've been in two Super Bowls, so I found them a pennant from each of those Super Bowls. And they're not expensive. I charged yeah. them $80. And he had someone pick it up, and he told me, this is unbelievable. My brother's going to freak out. There's an $80 item. You could go to Best Buy or something and spend $300, and this guy's just going to be looking at the Cincinnati pennants all day. You talked about that. I didn't get a chance to mention my friends at Coppison's Corners, right with the dinosaur, on Highway 6. You want a unique gift, and you're out in that area, or you got to go to Stuss, um Southworks, Antique Mall, 73 Water Street. You can call them and they'll have the item waiting for you. With my friend Ron, he's got a partner. You can call him, ask him if he has it, and he'll. it's called Clopperson's Corners Antique. These unique gifts are unbelievable. They really yeah. do take all the profile out of Christmas Day. And people, other people get disappointed because they spent a lot of time thinking about it and they went shopping for something. And you pull up something vintage that's near and dear to their heart. You steal yeah. the show. Like 3,500 wigs? <laughs> well, you got to find somebody who really wants I know. wigs. So we want to talk about well, Someone called me this week from out of town. They've got a lot of unopened boxes and cases from the 70s of and cards. 80s. Cards. Wow. I'm so looking for it. I said, uh, that they could I be sitting have. on a gold mine. They could be sitting on a gold mine. A case of cards from uh, Gretzky's worth about a million. Wow. One case, 16 boxes. Crazy. And it could just be sitting in the corner and make sure the rats don't get at it. You know what I mean? That's Even if the rats get at it, it's still worth 200000 Probably still more. Each box is worth that. But know your gold and silver prices. We got Today is one of those days I want to thank the frontline workers. And um, for sure. we're closed up in, uh, in, we're taking all safety precautions in my store in Richmond Hill. But these guys are risking their lives for you. And I mean, I really am thanking. I want to thank them, and and uh, I wish there's something I could do sometimes. And I'm saying, wear a mask. That's what they all say. Oh, That's the best thing you could do for me is wear a mask. Wear a mask. That works for me. Now our number up there is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. Buy local. Wear a mask. Have a great week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.